This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI, a Tuesday edition of the show. We wrap it up in the last segment. You know what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Now with Dave Brown is proud to present to you the weekly news quiz. Putting a little performance on for our special guest today, Mike Ross, filling in for Alex Smythe in beautiful Ajax, Ontario. Good morning, Mike. Hello, Dave. And let's also say hello to Andy Frank, who's calling in from Parts Unknown, otherwise known as Around the Corner Down the Hall. It's great to be here, I think. (laughs) And Karen McGee is in the usual Andy Frank spot in Studio One in the mighty headquarters of AMI. Hello, Karen. Uh, Do we have time after that intro? Time left for the quiz. And (laughs) Karen starts minus one. Minus one (laughs) starting for Karen. If this is your first time, let me explain the rules of the game. We have three rounds of questions and three questions per round. Each Each question comes with three multiple choice options. If you answer the question without hearing the options, you get two points. If you hear the options and get it right, you get one point. If you get it wrong, we move on until the point is awarded in the order and questions were drawn up by Paul Daniel. So we begin with Karen McGee. Karen, what Canadian pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company announced it was being bought by the U.S.-based investment firm SK Capital? I will take the choices, please. Your choices are Oro Pharma Inc., Apotech, or Columbia Laboratories Canada. I'll go with B. That is correct. The terms of the deal were not disclosed. However, it is however it is known that Apotex has been in a difficult situation since the murder of its founder Barry Sherman in December of 2017. So that's one point for Karen here. We've got to got to get my score sheet going up here in real time. We've got a K. High tech, man. Uh, very high tech. It's a sharpie that I drew all over myself with last week by mistake because I'm still not a very competent human being. So one point for Karen McGee. There we go. And I already have ink all over myself. Uh, question number two, going to Mike. Mike, while thousands of men are fleeing Russia to avoid military service, Vladimir Putin granted Russian citizenship to which American who fled the U.S. in 2013? That would be Edward Snowden. That is correct. Two points for Mike Ross, the former National Security Agency contractor, leaked classified documents about U.S. surveillance programs. All right, heading over to Andy. Andy, last week, mysterious leaks from the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 underwater natural gas pipelines running under which body of water are suspected to be acts of sabotage? I'm going to go with the Baltic Sea. That is correct. Two points for Andy. The leaks were detected after three large underwater explosions registered last Monday at seismic stations in Sweden, Denmark, Norway, and Finland. Let's head into round number two. The first question heading over to Mike. Mike, which planet made its closest approach to Earth since 1963, coming about 367 million miles from our planet? 
I'll need the options, please. Your options are Jupiter, Uranus, or Neptune. I'll go with Jupiter. That is correct. At its furthest point, Jupiter is about 600 million miles away from the Earth. Let's head over to Andy Frank. Andy, the Bank of England announced banknotes featuring King Charles would be replacing Queen Elizabeth in what year? The year is 2025. That's not what I have here. So, Karen, you get a crack at this. I'll take the choices then, please. So one of Andy's uh, numbers was on the choices, 2025, 2024, or 2022? 2024. That is correct, according to Paul's calculations. Uh, The bank said that the king's portraits will make their way onto banknotes by the end of 2022 and will be featured on front of all four polymer notes, including the 5, 10, 20, and 50. They will re-enter circulation by mid-2024, the Bank of England said in a statement. Okay. Uh, Question number three of round number two going to Karen. Karen, which auto company is delaying truck shipments due to shortage of company logo templates to attach to the vehicles? Oh. I'll take the choices. Is it Tesla, Ford, or Dodge? I was going to go with Ford. Should have gone with my gut. That is correct. A shipment of Ford pickup trucks is waiting on the big blue Ford Oval to be attached to the front grids. (laughs) As we enter into round... Sorry. That's just ridiculous. They don't have enough logos? Well, send them out to people after with some crazy glue. Slap them on. We can't trust people with that kind of branding. How will they know you're driving a Ford F-150 <laughs> if you don't have your big Ford sign on it? Because you'll be the one passing all the other vehicles. I, I There is, there could be oh, something. Dear. Actually, you're going to be the one who's taking out the second and third mortgage to fill it up at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just nice. bought a new Ford. Shh. Shh. Everyone, shh. Uh, after two rounds, we have a close game here. We have Karen with three points, Andy with two, and Mike with three as well, according to my calculations and our Screen reflects that. That's good. That means my math is working. I couldn't explain the Nobel Physics Prize this morning, but I can explain basic arithmetic. I also know who the next question is going to. It's Andy Frank. Andy, Hilary Mantel, the award-winning British novelist, died last week at 70. Her Wolf Hall trilogy explored the life of which English statesman and advisor to King Henry VIII? Wow. I will need the options here. Is it Benjamin Disraeli, Thomas Beckett, or Thomas Cromwell? I'll go with Cromwell. That is correct. Even though Cromwell was a traitor, he was the son of a blacksmith and became one of 16th century England's most powerful men. Mentel's trilogy, which earned her two Booker Prizes, reimagined historical fiction as high literature. I don't know if it included the genocide of the Irish people that Cromwell was behind. But you know what? We'll leave that. We'll leave that aside. My lawyer has already received many, many calls about this show. Uh, Karen, coming to you for question number two of round number three. Which country's currency briefly fell last week to its weakest level against the U.S. dollar on record? There is a trend in today's questions. I'm going to say the British pound. That's correct. That's a two-pointer for Karen McGee taking a big-time lead here. Going into the last question, it touched, uh, it reached a record low against the dollars. Investors balked at a government plan to cut taxes and increase borrowing, specifically cutting taxes to the top earners in the country. 
because nothing will make people happy in times of austerity like giving the rich people tax cuts, as I editorialize a little bit more. Let's bring in Mike Ross for question number three of round number three. Mike, you got to swing for the fences if you hope to tie up Karen here. So, residents of which island nation legalized same-sex marriage after voting in favor of a family code that increases protection for minorities? Well, I was going to guess maybe Downton Abbey, Coronation Street, or <laughs> yeah. Marmalade. Yeah, England, um, England, is, a, England yeah. is an island, right? Yeah, uh, I'm going to say Cuba. <laughs> that is correct. Two points for Mike Ross. Holy smokes, we've got a tight one here. The measure passed with about 4 million votes in favor and 2 million against. So I know that People here are experienced in regards to the rules of the tie-breaking question. Mike, you engaged in these on the host side for a long, long time, but I want to make sure we're all on even footing here. So let me explain how this is going to work. I'm going to read the entire question, and then I'm going to say the word done. And whoever barks out their name first gets first crack at it, and then if we need options, we'll figure that out as we go. Understood? Yes. Everybody yes. cool? This is just Mike and Karen, right? Just Mike and Karen. Sorry, Andy. You're on, you're on the outside looking in. You're OLI. Yeah, I, I figured as much. You're, I could do math. You're, you're OLI over here. So. <laughs> He's got a big Sharpie. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Let's jump into this question. What late night talk show host announced last week they were stepping down from their hosting duties? Karen McGee. Mike. I didn't say done oh, for either sorry, of you. Right, right. So now My I don't bad. know what to do. Do I give Andy the question straight up to go no, for a three-way you know tie? I jumped, I jumped first. Give it to Mike. Mike. Trevor Noah. <sighs> that is correct. That Even is I knew that one. Correct. My goodness. What? I, my impatience bit me in the butt again. So something that I've always observed about this quiz, because some folks are on Skype lines and some folks are getting sort of real-time communication on my microphone, there was always a little bit of unfairness in regards to the person who was in studio because of a lack of delay, because of a lack of latency. So just just know, uh, we're, we're deeply empathetic across the board here. Also, I could have barked out done faster if I'm you being totally have. self-critical, you which is have. important. Self-accountability matters. We will discuss matters. later. We definitely I will. I just want to say Karen's a great sport because <laughs> she she was first uh, off the hop there. But I didn't by, follow by the far, rules. I, I, I broke I the rules. It. No, no, I broke the rules. It's my fault. So, I was wrong. So Trevor Noah announced last Thursday he was stepping down as the host of The Daily Show after seven years. He did not indicate the date of his last show. Uh, there's some stuff about James Corden here, but that's irrelevant because we're talking about Trevor Noah. I'm going to miss Trevor Noah. I think Trevor mm -hmm. Noah really Same. like inherited some big shoes to fill and did a phenomenal job. Karen, I heard you affirm there. I list, I, he's taped every night, sometimes three times because my PVR acts up. Um, <laughs> I, I does that love mean you watch show. it three times or no, you just watch no. it the one time? I make sure it's recorded properly the first time the other two are back up. I don't know why it does you that. Watch she watches it three times, but she only laughs twice. <laughs> yeah, the third time is all about quality control, just to make sure other yeah. things are working in the you background. Know, sometimes his jokes are over my head. I need to make sure I get them. <laughs> Mike, I also heard so, you affirm. Big fan of Trevor Noah over there. Huge. I mean, one of my favorite uh, Seinfeld uh, comedians uh, in cars having coffee or whatever whatever it's called uh, was with Trevor Noah. And, and his whole story of growing up in South Africa was it, it's just mind-blowing. So uh, I really found a whole new level of respect when I learned about him and his story uh, growing up and then coming to the U.S. And uh, it, it's just a different perspective. You, 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 you look at him and, and – 
in his analysis through a different lens once you know where he's from. So it's, he's, he's a really cool guy. And Andy, it sounded like you wanted to offer up a thought on Trevor Noah as well. I have three thoughts very quickly. Uh, if you want to ever get a great audiobook experience, listen to Trevor Noah's book. Uh, what is it called, Karen? Um, oh, I can it's, see the. Uh, co- oh, I just had it in my tongue. I know it. Sorry. I'm heading to the one that Mike. I'm blanking. Yeah, I can't believe I, I can't believe I'm blanking on it too. I can anyway, see it. find it, find it. It's his, his autobiography <laughs> about his childhood in South Africa. Number one, not not number not two. supposed to be born or something like that. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. something born like a that. Crime. Born, born, born a, a crime. Born a crime. That's it. Yeah. Born a crime. Listen to that audiobook version if you want something fantastic. Ask Ramya about that too, by the way. Uh, the second one, his White House uh, press dinner mm. hosting was incredible. And third. Uh, stand-up comedy must be very lucrative for certain people because apparently he's resigning to do nothing but stand-up comedy for a while. Um, must be pretty good when you get to that level in in terms of a business deal. I I've often wondered, you know, but people like Bill Maher is always traveling around doing stand-up. Like, I think it's pretty lucrative for some certain people. Well, Jay Leno said, you know, that uh, that he never spent his Tonight Show money; that he lived off of his stand-up money. And people mm. were like, what? Well, why are you still doing stand-up? You you host the Tonight Show, and he's like, yeah, but that that's that money's all put away. He mm-hmm. said, I live off the comedy money. So long as uh, Netflix is handing out hundred million dollar stand-up comedy contracts <laughs> too, that helps a lot as well. Nice. Guys, there's one piece of bureaucracy we need to do here, and the winner is. <sighs> Flexing, flexing. This one hurts my soul. Mike Ross coming from Quizmaster for all those years to his first opportunity as contestant, and he whips us, whips us all. Feels like I've gone from, you know, watching Jeopardy on the couch to doing it on the stage. Maybe I actually could do that. I don't know. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.